Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Hey, greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman, together on the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80. And always, 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 always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. My boy Harry Douglas has a home game this weekend. Usually he's on the road traveling for college game day, getting everybody squared away for that on social media before college game day on TV. Mm-mm-mm, not this week. It is Casa de Douglas because they're down there for college game day and the SEC championship game between Alabama taking on Georgia in the red and black. So for you, you can sleep in your own bed, hang out with the missus and the kids. You don't have to go nowhere until tomorrow morning when seemingly the Georgia Dome is right around the corner from Douglas Casa. Damn it, Freddie, I'm going to get right into it. I told my wife she better have them kids in bed by a certain time. Okay. It's, it's Love Friday. It's me and her tonight. It's Love Friday. Had them babies love in that Friday. bed Friday. by I, a certain time. Why did I open that door? Pause, my brother. <laughs> I'm at home. It's Love Friday. Put them chilling in the bed by a certain time. And come on to daddy, mama. Put it this way. Make sure Love Friday does not turn into Sleepy Saturday. <laughs> but look, so, so so no lie, and my wife will tell you this. There's there's times, right? Because she she owns two businesses, so she's yeah. doing work in the kitchen, and I'm doing work in the room. Uh-huh. And she will come in the room, and my little my little tail will be asleep. Poor thing. I, I I didn't went to sleep with the with the uh, laptop in my lap, watching film uh-huh. and, and papers all over the bed. <laughs> <laughs> and she just come in there, and shake her head. You're taking us to a place I don't know if we want to go to anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but tonight, baby, That's right. I'm taking a five-hour energy. Freddie, oh, you see it right here in the Zoom? God. I got this five-hour energy, baby. I'm, it's time to rock and roll. I'm saying a little prayer for Mrs. Douglas <laughs> and all the ships at sea. You don't need to pray to be a part of Freddie and Harry Nation. You can do that in the Dr. Pepper call online. line. Whether you take a fire energy drink or not at 888-ESPN, that is 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season or love Friday season without the delicious taste and ice cold Dr. Pepper. It is the one that fans deserve. We can't wait for love Friday to get started, although more than others when it comes to Harry Douglas, but we go back to that Thursday, courtesy of the main thing, 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 the main thing with Freddie and Harry. For those who don't know, if you just started listening to the show, number one, thank you. Number two, thank you. Number three, thank you. Number four, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. And I'm going to say it out loud after they won last night against the Seattle Seahawks, Harry Douglas. They were lucky to win that football game. But I will also say this. This is a game that the Dallas Cowboys would not have won earlier this year. They would not have won this game last year. They would not have won this game two years ago because we've seen in these situations a a lot of expectations. People did not think they're going to lose the Seattle Seahawks. And all of a sudden you looked up, they were losing to Seattle. This is a team that would not have won this game 
early this year, last year, or two years ago. So, yeah, lucky, yes. But this is a game that usually luck does not favor them, and it favored them last night. And I think it's right for us to start on a positive note, Freddie, when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. And particularly, I want to start with Dak Prescott because he is playing out of his mind right now. Mm -hmm. The way he's orchestrating things, the ball placement to his wide receivers and his tight ends, the way CeeDee Lamb is playing. CeeDee Lamb is flat out balling right now. He's basically unguardable in the National Football League and a guy that they can trust and count on any and every time that he steps out on that football field. Those young tight ends, when it comes to Ferguson, he's balling as well. I, I'm, I'm, I'm amazing, and, and it's a thing, a beauty to see mm-hmm. his growth at the tight end position and him playing in the National Football League at the level that he is right now. And Brandon Cooks is involved in things. Uh, so I really like what Dak Prescott is as a quarterback. Now, I would say this. Okay. When it comes to their offense yeah. in the red zone, uh-huh. they were four for eight, right? They were 50%. Uh, yeah. But I still got an issue with that with, with the red zone production. How about it? Because the lack of run game, the lack of that physical back really shows when this offense gets into the red zone. It really does, Freddie, because they had first and goal at the two-yard line, first and goal at the 10-yard line, first and goal at the 17-yard line. And all those, it was one other time as well. I think they had first and 10 at the 21. They settled for field goals all four of those times. And part of it is because you're leaning and relying so much on Dak Prescott that the run game is taking a hit. And I I just think in years prior, that wasn't an issue because – the offensive was the offensive line was better when it came to run blocking. You had that bruising back in Ezekiel Elliott. Mm-hmm. So I know in the offseason now, one of the things offensively that they better focus on, you got to get that bruising tight back for no, the backfield. No doubt about that. And that's why it didn't make any sense why Mike McCarthy was trying to tell everybody we need the running game to protect the quarterback, to protect the defense. It makes a lot of sense if you got a guy like Derrick Henry. It makes a hell of a lot of sense. If, or if you have Brees Hall running behind that offensive line. Even though he's not a bruising running back, he's more of a thumper than a Tony Pollard. And that's not shading Tony Pollard. That's not sliding him. That's just saying what it is. He's a slight guy behind an offensive line that, when they're healthy, can push people back. But you need that guy that can get those tough yards. You need that guy the defense says, even we stack him up, he's going to find a way. So we got to really be on our P's and Q's to make sure that doesn't happen. That's why it didn't make any sense why Mike McCarthy was trying to tell everybody who was somebody, I'm going to protect the quarterback going to protect the defense. We're going to run the football. And then they got the brains be nodded by San Francisco. He said, well, I got that Dak Prescott guy. Uh, let me put the ball more in his hands. They've been 6-1 and one ever since Dak Prescott was allowed to be a cooking Dak Prescott. Or CeeDee Lamb was allowed to get the ball more from Mike McCarthy. And even with all of that, if they had lost that game last night, we know what the narrative would have sounded like. Ooh. Oh, the Cowboys can't beat a team over 500. Mm-hmm. Well, at least for one Thursday, at least for one week, Dak Prescott, they can't say that about your Cowboys anymore, huh? This was a, a big one to get, as you said. The first, uh, I guess the first one with the winner, winning record, but more importantly, in the fashion that we did, in a tough game, back and forth, down at halftime, down in the fourth quarter, and the guys and the team really just making plays when plays were needed and playing, playing ultimate complimentary football. Except when it came to that third down in the fourth quarter. Oh, my goodness. Don't get me started on that. Like, what in the world is Mike McCarthy thinking? Why are you trying to run <laughs> a you. double move uh-huh. and it's third and three? Uh-huh. 
It's third and three. And, 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 and I would say basically also yeah. hand that football off Thank and you. take 40 more seconds off that clock. The one time that you're supposed to have the running game that you've been espousing about to help out your quarterback, what do you do? Seattle has no timeouts left. You're underneath the two-minute warning. Like you mentioned, Harry, third down and three. You run the football. At that point, it wouldn't matter if you got, as my dad said, it wouldn't matter if you got Nanyard because that clock was in your favor That's and right. run down. They would have gotten the football back with maybe a buck 05, maybe a buck 10, and that would have been the end of that as far as that goes. Instead, like you mentioned, try to old double move to try to get loose to CeeDee Lamb. And our boy Bart Scott was on Get Up this morning. We know we love Bart from Bart I and love, I love him, but he was so wrong. ESPN Radio in New York, and he basically said, well, that was putting the ball in your playmaker's hands to try to make a play. I said, Bart, uh, Bartholomew, uh-uh-uh. You, if you're Dak Prescott and the Cowboys, you better hope your coach does not screw this up when it comes to Mike McCarthy Can I and tell some his decisions. Story? Tell it. So we played over in London when I played with the Falcons, right? And we had a situation where it was a minute and some change on the clock, and it was third down. Mm-hmm. And we called the timeout to debate if we were going to run the football and pass the, or pass the football. We really wanted to run it. But they say, okay, let's, let's have a safe play. Let's throw a screen pass to our best player. Right. It was Julio at the time. Right. And I, and I love my brother. Mm-hmm. But we threw it to him, and he dropped it. And Detroit didn't have any more timeouts. Mm-hmm. But it allowed the clock to stop. Exactly. And they went down and kicked the game with a field goal, and we had that long-ass flight home. So <laughs> I've been in that situation before. Okay. And I know it was the same situation that Notre Dame was in against Ohio State earlier this year. Right. And it didn't work out in their favor. Mm. Now, the Cowboys got lucky. It worked out in their favor. But if they were playing a better opponent, Mm -hmm. it probably wouldn't have. No doubt about that. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Like I mentioned, they were able to overcome that. And they got lucky because Seattle had them dead to rights. And for some reason, I know people are getting on Seattle today for how do you not block Micah Parsons on that final fourth down play? I give a lot of credit to Dan Quinn, the defensive coordinator, they out aligned the Detroit Lions. But if you're going to do that in that kind of alignment, where's number 11? You got to make sure that if you're going to not block somebody, make sure somebody not wearing number 11 when it comes to Micah Parsons. But going back to what I said, when you got a quarterback playing at an MVP level, you're able to have that guy override a defense that could not stop the run. That's still a concern for the Cowboys. Gave up 35 points to the Seattle Seahawks. They made Geno Smith look like a Geno Smith we thought we were going to see and have not seen lately from the Seattle Seahawks. So it's not so much about Mike McCarthy overriding Dallas and their sins. It's going to be about Dak Prescott. That pressure is going to be even more increased on two guys, Dak Prescott on the offensive side and Micah Parsons on the defensive side. Because I know from the Dallas Cowboys, you were lucky to find a way to win that game last night when your defense did not have the best of games and your quarterback was all almost had the game taken away from by the head coach. So if you're Dak Prescott, if they're able to go through this stretch right now where you got Detroit, Philadelphia, and Buffalo coming up and you play that well and you win a majority of those games, he's going to rest that case with MVP, but more importantly, maybe save the job of his head coach if Mike McCarthy keeps making decisions like this, like he made down the stretch, almost potentially costing the Cowboys that game versus Seattle. And I'll tell you, that Cowboys defense, I seen some things last night that a Philadelphia Eagles, a San Francisco 49ers, or a Detroit Lions could take advantage of, right? We, we love De'Ron Bland and the way he plays the game. 
But what I seen the Seattle Seahawks do last night is say, you know what? I understand that Ron Bland has a lot of interceptions in return for touchdowns, but we don't care. We're going to attack him. And boy, did they ever so attack him. Every opportunity that they got, whether it was DK Metcalf, Jackson Smith and Jigba, or whether it was Tyler Lockett. And I would tell you this, if it wasn't for a third down drop oh, yeah. by Jackson Smith and Jigba, yeah. oh, if it yeah. wasn't for a big drop by, by Tyler, Tyler Lockett, Lockett. Mm-hmm. we might be having a different conversation today about the Dallas Cowboys and them not winning a game last night, but probably losing a game last night. But that defense, the second level linebackers, they got they gotta find they gotta figure it out. Well Sasha Kill Leonard. He's they got to figure it out. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what's going on there, why they're waiting. It shouldn't take that long to bring that guy in, to bring that kind of depth you're going to need at that linebacker position because you're right. They were getting pounded upon by that offensive line of Seattle. But they are very lucky that they got a guy like Dak Prescott playing at a high level. And he was asked to explain where has this come from regarding Dak Prescott. And he got a little profane with his answer. My expectations, honestly. I put a lot into this game. I prepare my got amazing coaches and players around me right now doing the exact same. So um, I just really think that's that's the expectations that I have for myself, the standard that we've created as an offense and um, what we're how we're comfortable in playing this game. His MVP odds have now moved to plus 40. He has the third shortest odds behind Jalen Hurts at plus 160 of the Philadelphia Eagles and Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs at plus 400. And you can be sick about that if you want. But he is definitely in that MVP conversation. I like this deck. I like this version of deck. I like I him it. saying the little uh, yeah. swear words in his little answer. I like Dak <laughs> showing the confidence that, yeah, I'm that dude. And, yeah, I don't mind it being on my shoulders. I like Dak saying, you know what, I haven't really done anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Being mm-hmm. humble. Mm-hmm. But also, when he makes a play last night, he flexed on the defender, yeah. threw his little shoulders I back did. and, and moved them back. I like that kind of deck. Yeah, like that shows that. me a con- he has yeah. a confidence right now about himself. Yeah, I, I like that kind of Dak, too. Jake Ferguson, the Cowboys tight end, he likes that kind of Dak, too. Dude's slinging it. Um, I have the ultimate confidence in him. I mean, he's making these plays, these throws in practice, so it doesn't really surprise me. I mean, that's the kind of guy he is. That's the kind of quarterback he is. That's the kind of man he is, and that's that's someone who, you know, you want to you wanna get behind. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm good with that, and he's our leader, so I'm, I'm, I'm right behind him. Now, Jake. Now, Freddie, can you play the beginning of that clip again for me? I want to hear what Jake said. I want to make sure oh, I heard boy, it correctly. I, I, play I'm the a, beginning for I'm me. I'm going to do this with fear. Dude's slinging it. Um, oh, okay. I knew it. Pause, my brother. I knew Ooh, it. Ooh, Jake. I, I mean, uh, Dak is throwing that football uh, very, very, very well right now. Is what Jake meant to say. <laughs> All right? So, you know, choice of words there, Jake. Let's, let's, let's watch how we say that. But Dak Prescott is playing at an MVP level. And You're so juvenile. I, I, I'm excited, Freddie, <laughs> yeah. because they have the Philadelphia Eagles next week on Sunday Night Football. And, and the reason why I'm excited is because we got on Dak so much this offseason. And I understand it's not going to matter what he does in the regular season, and it's all about the playoffs. Talk that but talk. I, I, I love what I'm seeing from him, and I want to see this continue yeah. next week versus a quality opponent, right? You mm-hmm. got one down. Check that off the list. Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. Right. Next is the Philadelphia Eagles, the, a divisional opponent, mm-hmm. a rivalry game. Mm-hmm. I want to see Dak Prescott excel. The last time we seen him versus the Philadelphia Eagles, he had a good game, right? But now can you have a good game and get the win on top of it?
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Everything you said is one hundred percent. Because I'm going to be that guy's a Cowboys fan. Dak, and I'm a Dak supporter. When he came into the league, people said, man, why are the Cowboys taking that guy in the fourth round? And when Tony Roma got injured, man, Freddie, your Cowboys are cooked. They wound up going 13-3 and and winning the NFC East. And it took a great throw from Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers to keep them from getting to the NFC Championship game when they had that first round bye. So people can say whatever they want about what I'm going to say. But it has to be shown in the playoffs. You can have a great regular season and have a great year and tumble in the playoffs. It's happened before. It will happen again, whether it's a Dak Prescott or somebody else. For example, there's a certain guy in Buffalo named Josh Allen who's had great regular seasons and at times had decent playoff games or great playoff games but still has not won a championship in terms of getting out of AFC and getting the Super Bowl. Not trying to compare the two, but at a certain point, especially you play for that organization, your name is Dak Prescott, and you're playing for a team that people are waiting to fail, waiting to see not if but when you're going to fail. And that's the task of Dak Prescott. I want this role to keep going. They're 6-1 ever since they lost to the San Francisco 49ers. Seeing it versus Seattle, no problem. Seeing it versus Washington, hooray. But you're right, Harry. If he can do this in the playoffs, that'll put a lot of naysayers to bed because he still has not given them any reason to say, yeah, but you can still say that about Dakota Prescott, no matter what kind of hot stretch he's been on since they lost to the 49ers on October the 8th. And I'll add this to it because I previously said this about Jalen Hurts. Um, the reason, One of the reasons why he's the MVP leader right now is because you look at four of their last five games, who they've beaten. Mm-hmm. 
and how it looked in the clutch moments. Sure. Dak Prescott has his opportunity. He just had one versus the Seattle Seahawks. They were down 35-30, to 30, led his football team down the field, got the two-point conversion. They ended up winning the football game. So now if you have those type of games against the Philadelphia Eagles, mm-hmm. the Buffalo Bills, the Miami Dolphins, the Detroit Lions, uh-huh. there should be no way – Yep. He should not win the MVP, and if he does that right. or play to that magnitude, think about the confidence he will have going into the playoffs, and we might see something different than more so than what we've seen previously. Yeah, If you're a Cowboys fan, last night should have been a refresher course in terms of you're not that far away mm-hmm. from one or the other, either being a team that can have that run in the NFC and get to the Super Bowl or being a first-round loser. But they would have lost this kind of game last year. They would have lost this kind of game two years ago. Hell, they might have lost this game by before October 8th, before they lost the San Francisco 49ers. So that is something you can hang your hat on. But that's why we call the got to see a weekend in the NFL. I want to see the Dallas Cowboys could handle that. All those flowers being thrown at them. And even Jerry Jones said, be careful, this could be a trap game. They didn't lose that trap game. So give them credit for that. That doesn't mean that the guy to see it from the Dallas Cowboys is going to go away because the road is only going to get tougher and tougher and tougher when that happens for them, especially next week when they take on the Philadelphia Eagles. Who do you have to see from this weekend? We're calling the gotta see it weekend in the NFL. It could be a player, it could be a team. Who do you need to see it from that person to say, yep, I believe, or <laughs> you have let me know exactly why I don't believe. Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. On this gotta see it weekend in the NFL, who do you gotta see it from? Could be a coach, could be a player, could be a team. Let us know the Dr. Pepper call online at 888-729-3776. That'll give you a chance to be on Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. And speaking of big games, is this a bigger game for the 49ers or the Eagles in Philly on Sunday? We'll get to that after Harry has this from Farm Fresh Christmas Trees. Get real and keep it real this holiday season by buying real Christmas trees. Did you know that buying real Christmas trees helps save the American Christmas tree farming industry? For every 10 Christmas trees planted, an acre of land is saved. And so are America farmers' jobs. Plus, buying real Christmas trees help keep real holiday memories alive while helping our environment. Buy real Christmas trees this holiday season at Lowe's or wherever Christmas trees are sold. Get more information online at GetRealKeepItReal.com. Hey, it's Michelle Smallman. Coming up on Monday, I'll tell you which quarterback needs to enter the NFL transfer portal and find himself a new team. It's Unsportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. The home team, they've lost one game, but you're the favorites. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but I don't really know how that stuff works. They have to try to confuse Brock Purdy pre- and post-snap. This game means more than 49ers on a lot of levels. It keeps them in the mix for that number one seed. This is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Love Friday. He is Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman, always ready to bring you the Love Friday. On Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. By the by, Freddie and Harry, brought to you by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. We're five minutes away, give or take a lie or two, on this Love Friday. We got plenty of love of that game coming up on Sunday between the Philadelphia Eagles hosting the San Francisco 49ers. We're going to tell you who it's a bigger game for, the 49ers or the Eagles. We'll do that in about five minutes, but you want to weigh in right now. We're calling it Gotta See It Weekend in the National Football League. Who do you got to see it from? Not got to, 
gotta, as in G-O-T-T-A, not G-O-T, pause, then T-O. Who do you got to see it from this weekend in the National Football League? And Dr. Pepper call online at 888-729-3776. She's one of our favorites. She's an SOS sister of the show. She is Marissa in Mississippi. Miss Marissa, who do you got to see it from this weekend? Hey, guys, how's it going? We're good, my friend. Always good to talk to you, my friend. Yes, as well. So I got to talk to you about the team I got to see, and I have to see my Miami Dolphins, specifically Tua, not throw any interceptions in this game. We I watching those Cowboys last night. We have four games till we play them, and they are number one in interception, and we are the fifth worst at turning over the ball with 10 interceptions on the season. So I need him to get it out of his system, and I need him to correct it in these next three games before we start hitting this hard part of our schedule with the Cowboys in four weeks. No, I would say this. This weekend, the Dolphins play the Commanders, and they're on the road. That weather is not going to be ideal. Sure. It's probably going to be raining during that football Mm -hmm. game, so you're going to have a slick football. I think that run game is going to have to be very valuable for the Miami Dolphins versus the Commanders. We know the Commanders from an offensive standpoint. They're going to drop back and try to pass the ball all over the place. Let those guys deal with that. Get the run game started, and then when when the plays are there in the pass game to be made, you make those. But I don't, I don't think this is a game for them mm-hmm. where you just come out just throwing the football all, all over the place, especially if the weather is playing a factor. And especially because Jack Del Rio got fired as a defensive coordinator. You don't know mm-hmm. what kind of defense you're going to see from the Washington Commanders after what happened when they played the Dallas Cowboys eight days ago on Thanksgiving Day. They may have an entirely new difference, an entirely new scheme. That could be something early on that Miami will have to watch out for. By the way, Marissa, Mississippi. She's now doing stuff for the Dolphins podcast, part of Dolphins.com. So, believe me, it's only the beginning, only the beginning for Miss Marissa. We love you, Marissa. No Shout doubt. out to you doing big things. Amen. I wish you nothing but success. Yeah, co-sign on that one. Zach in Houston on Gotta See It Weekend in the NFL. Who you got to see it from and why? Hey, this is Zach D. You can't forget my D, baby. And I got to see it from my 49ers. Speaking of D, I need to see D step up and do the thing like they supposed to. Because um, last season when we was playing in uh, uh, Philadelphia Eagles, they got, they knocked the boy out. He didn't just fall out. He didn't fall down. They didn't rob him and he just, you know, got hurt some, you know, some kind of way. He got hurt and got knocked out the game. But then I figured we'd still be doing the thing. But the defense seemed like they disappeared in the game. Now, I need to see the whole team do the whole thing, and we give them the whole thing. Ain't no squilling, and then they ain't going to be stopping. We pushing the whole thing. Pause, my brother. Now, now, damn, Zach. You started off saying D this, D that, D that. I needed you to say defense this, defense that. De- then you said give them the whole thing. I know it's Love Friday, but my goodness, Zach. But you are Love right about, Friday. The, about the San Francisco 49ers. Uh-huh. They're going to have to bring it because they're going to Philly. And Philly ain't worried about them. Philly the t- Philly won last year. Philly not worried about them. So I want to see the San Francisco 49ers, what they're going to be able to do right. during this football game. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to get into that bigger game between the 49ers and Philadelphia Eagles. I guarantee we will not agree on that. But Johnny in California, and got to see it weekend in the NFL. Who do you got to see it from, my friend, and why? Hey, hey, Freddie. Hey, Harry. Good. Just glad to see you back, Harry. Absolutely. Uh, love, love Friday. <laughs> I'm out here taking out the Christmas stuff. I don't know, you, right, you know now, how that goes. All right. We we got a pretty good idea how that goes, my friend. You got a long weekend ahead of you. 
<laughs> Man, but it's gonna be done. Hey, it's gonna be done by Sunday by the time this 49er uh, Eagle game is on. No and doubt. if it ain't done, we're gonna have half lights up while I'm watching the game. Sitting <laughs> out watching the game. <laughs> Rightfully so. That's right. So I gotta see if I gotta see it for my Niners this weekend. I gotta see it. Got like the caller before. I gotta see that defense step up. I gotta see us do it. I gotta see us take us down. I gotta see us do what we need to do to get this thing. And to those Cowboy fans, those Eagle fans, y'all need no Google Maps. Come see me. Come find me. Y'all need <laughs> oh, no, oh, 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 oh. shot today. Okay. Yeah, that's what Johnny said. I'm here. Come oh, find dude. me. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> For those who don't know what that is, go on the podcast for Eddie Harry and ESPN, the ESPN app and just click on the part where it's about Patrick Mahomes and sound like a frog in our impersonations. Go on the podcast <laughs> and find that on the ESPN app when it comes to Freddie and Harry. So people waiting, keep waiting. We'll, we'll take your calls another 10 minutes. In terms of on got to see it weekend in the NFL, who do you got to see it from? Let us know on the Dr. Pepper call in line at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance and ESPN Radio. I can't wait to get Harry's keys to the game. And also, who is this a bigger game for between the 49ers and the Eagles? But you don't have to tell Jalen Hurts how big this game is. He knows exactly how talented the San Francisco 49ers are. They're really, 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 really good really, defense. Really, really. Um, they have great players at um, every position on that D-line, very elite players. We have to be ready for that challenge. Meanwhile, in San Francisco, their head coach, Kyle Shanahan, he says, wait, we're favored? They're the home team. They've lost one game, but you're the favorites. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but I don't really know how that stuff works, so I don't really know why. But it is random. Kyle Shanahan, it's Vegas, baby. That's the only <laughs> answer. It is Vegas, baby, when it comes to that. So before we get to bigger game, you watch a lot of film. You enjoy yep. watching film. I watch film, but you're a fanatic about it more than I am. So let's call that as it is. A guy who, like you, played in the NFL for 10 years, you understand exactly what you're looking for when you're watching film. If I throw keys at the game to you, what are you throwing back at me and everybody else? I'm going to go with the Eagles defensive line versus the San Francisco 49ers offensive line. And I don't think that's, that matchup is being talked about enough because we already know what Hassan Reddick was able to do last year. But let's not forget, they have a guy named Jalen Carter who is disrupting mm-hmm. things left and right across the board in the National Football League as a rookie. Now, Kyle Shanahan, I hope he learned from the mistake last year and also from what the Buffalo Bills tried to do last week, and that's put a receiver blocking Hassan Reddick. That's having a tight end single blocking Hassan Reddick. You cannot do that. And then when you look at the 49ers defensive line, there's a reason why they went out there and got Chase Young. So they can have a guy opposite side of Nick Bosa that can go get the quarterback. I want to see how healthy Lane Johnson is because I think Lane Johnson is is very imperative Right. Uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles in this matchup and what they want to do offensively. Okay. Secondly, mm-hmm. I'm going to go Brock Purdy ver- versus Jalen Hurts. All right. This is a me- like Freddie. You mentioned this multiple times. This is a measuring stick for Brock Purdy. He got knocked out in that football game last year, and you you hurt the San Francisco players. If we had our quarterback, mm-hmm. if we had Brock, if 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 was a fifth, we all be drunk. It's Friday, <laughs> but it, there's no more ifs. Yeah, the game is coming up on Sunday, and then last but not least, I have that Eagles Eagles pass defense, which is I believe 28th in the National Football League. Third down defense, they're 29th in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. What I know about San Francisco is that they have a Great group of skill position players. They're going to throw the football in the middle of the football field. 
is that defense going to be able to fare up on the back end mm-hmm. just, just in case that pass rush doesn't get there? Right. Are they going to be able to hold up on the back end, not just in the pass game, but also third down defense? You got to be able to get off the field. Based on what you just said, and I'm going to throw the Cowboys into this as well, this could be a determining factor where Shaquille Leonard signs. Because you're the Eagles and you're not able to do what you said that they need to do, and that hurts your third down defense, and also you can't get off the field because the middle's been threatened, then you better go get that guy. If you're the Dallas Cowboys, you cannot stop the running game, and your guys on the linebacker position, they're lighting the britches. You need a guy that can make plays. This game could be the determining factor which team will have to go after Shaquille O'Neal when it comes to the Cowboys and the Eagles. That's number one. Number two, as far as I'm concerned, all your keys are on point. This is all on Brock Purdy. This is where this game is going to be won or lost. And I know it's not fair, but, hey, life ain't fair. That's Show my life. dad, Freddie Coleman Jr., told me a long time ago. You may have some wants and needs. That doesn't mean you're going to get what you want when it comes to life. Well, I had a teacher tell me life is a snitch, and I'm using snitch as a different word than the other <laughs> word, and then you die. That's I'm, what she told me. I'm, I'm glad you're saying that. I'm glad you cleaned that up on this family <laughs> program. But on this Gotta See It weekend, not saying I have to see it from Purdy, Brock Purdy, but, Harry, you mentioned it. The 49ers to everybody who was somebody. Man, if we had our guy. If we had Brock Purdy at quarterback, it would have been different at the length. I we're going to find out on Sunday because now your guy's going to be there. And if you have that much faith in the guy that was the last pick of the draft last year and has been a fantastic story in the National Football League and you're treating Brock Purdy like he's the second coming of Joe Montana, then he better be the second coming of Joe Montana because if he has any kind of setback from that Eagles defense because playing against that defense there – is a lot different than playing that defense anywhere else. They feed off the energy of the lives eating the Christians, known as the Eagles fans, at the link. That is going to be the biggest environment that Brock Purdy is about to be in. It's going to be the most important game in this short NFL career that he's about to play in on Sunday. So Jalen Hurts can do his thing. The Eagles defense can do this. The 49ers defense can do that. Chris McCaffrey can run the football. If they're going to win or lose, this is on Brock Purdy. If he doesn't play well, they have no chance of winning. If he does play well, then he validates what the 49ers said, that if we had that guy, you guys would not have beaten us this Sunday afternoon in the NFC Championship game in January. Freddie, th- this matchup is is top-notch, right? And you know I love when these players can show emotion, show passion on the football field. Don't think for one minute that Hassan Reddick, when he makes a big play, he's not going to roar to the crowd. Mm-hmm. Don't think for right. one minute Debo Samuel, who, who's been saying that James Bradbury is trash, he's not going to get excited when he makes a play on James Bradbury. Absolutely. Don't think it's not going to be friction out there amongst these two teams. You know, there's a lot of, you know, saltiness coming off that NFC Championship game from last year. So I think for both of these teams, number one, you got to be able to control the emotions. But I love when they can show that passion and also show emotion on the football field because I don't think sports should just be played and, hey, you going about your business. Hey, you going about your business. (laughs) Show the passion, man. That's why you love – that's why fans love the game because of the excellent play of these players but also the passion and the love that they have for the game. No doubt about that. And put it this way, if you're Purdy, Brock Purdy, you're going to have to get a little dirty, Brock dirty, because that's the kind of game it's going to be in Philadelphia. Weather could be a factor. A little rain may be coming through there. No excuses because nobody cares. That's the one person – I got to see it. I got to see it weekend in the NFL when it comes to Brock Purdy. What about you? Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. I'll ask Harry, and then we'll get answers from you at 888-729-3776 on got to see it weekend in the NFL. Who do you got to see it from? 888-729-3776. Your calls are next on Love Friday. Known as Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app.
Love Friday. The Subway ACC Championship Game, tomorrow on ESPN Radio. Undefeated and 12-0, Florida State looks to convince the committee they are playoff-worthy without quarterback Jordan Travis when they head to Charlotte to face 14th-ranked Louisville. Coverage begins Saturday at 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ABC. Presented by Dr. Pepper. This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app? Love Friday. On this Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always tell you smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Don't forget the Big 12 Championship game tomorrow as we get you ready for Championship Weekend presented by Dr. Pepper. Oklahoma State and Texas, then coverage begins at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app in 12 minutes. Sam Acho, ESPN Football Alan's going to stop by and preview championship weekend. He stops by in about 12 minutes. On the Guy to See It weekend in the NFL, we'll hear from you in a couple of seconds at Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Guy to See It weekend in the NFL. Who do you got to see it from? I'm picking Brock Purdy of the San Francisco 49ers about to play, play, about to play the Philadelphia Eagles. Harry, got to see it weekend. Who do you need to see it from? I'm going to go with more than one person, and these okay. two quarterbacks play against each other. All right. C.J. Stroud, okay. Russell Wilson. Uh, because like I it. think the winner of this football game this weekend uh, probably makes the playoffs. Okay. So th- those two guys, I really want to see them go at it. I know their play styles are different right. because C.J. Stroud, man, can really you know, elevate and hit the big play. He can do a lot of different things on the football field. Russell Wilson, I've seen flashes okay. of the Russell Wilson of old. So I'm going to go with both of those guys. I'm not hating that. As a matter of fact, that game, no one thought in a million years we were talking about a game in early December this year, that could be a key game involving the Houston Texans against the Denver Broncos, but that is where we are in 2023. Ryan in Kansas City at 888-729-3776. It's an NFL got to see a weekend. Ryan, what do you need to see from whom? You know, I got to see my Kansas City Chiefs step up. Um, it looks like we've had like one receiving game or one game this season with the receiving yards totaling 100 or more. That was Rasheed Rice. And, you know, there's been a lot of inconsistency with the receiving core this year. Um, it'd be nice to see him continue his progress and uh, keep on winning. Yeah, no doubt about that. Rasheed Rice right now is the second leading receiver for Kansas City. He has 44 catches. Travis Kelsey has 70. You got to go 26 catches below that for a wide receiver having that kind of effect. He's averaging 12 yards per reception. He has five touchdowns, but. 
Ryan's exactly right. You want to see that progress keep ramping up for Kansas City to make sure all that stress is not on Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey trying to keep this offense moving. And I think they're going to rely on Rasheed Rice being that guy, right? Being that secondary guy to Travis Kelsey. Um, He showed the most promise last game, eight receptions, 107 yards, and a touchdown. Mm -hmm. I think he can be that guy. I like his upside. There there, there are times in your career, man, you go through rough patches, but how you face that adversity, how you come back from it, and I think he has an opportunity to finish the year strong. Right, really finish the year strong and be that guy that Mahomes and Andy Reid and Matt Nagy and, and Travis Kelsey and that offense can really count on outside of the big dogs that we talk about every single day. So I'm looking forward to seeing Rasheed Rice, guy out of SMU, mm-hmm. Southern Methodist University, being that uh, the guy that they can really, really you know count on to make those plays. Yeah, he's got size like Corlin Sutton, another guy from SMU. Yep. And we've seen what big things he's been able to do with Denver. Now, that offense has gotten a lot better in their five-game winning streak. On the Gotta See a Weekend, Willie in South Carolina, who do you need to see from whom, my friend? How you doing? How you doing? We're good, man. We're good. That's great. My Gotta See moment for this weekend is going to be Minka Fitzpatrick. He's coming off injury, and he'll be back with the Steelers. But I also have to see how the defense performs because they got two X factors they got to face. One of them is the return of Kyle Murray and the man who pretty much knows how the Steelers are, James Connor, the running back who played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, the Steelers have been on a bit of a hot streak. They just came off a win over our travel Cincinnati. So now we're going to see how um, Minka Fitzpatrick performs as well as the rest of the defense, who's been doing pretty well even in his absence. But the two X factors are the things we face with the return of Kyler Murray and James Connor. Now, I will say this, if it's one game that you want, well, you want uh, uh, Fitzpatrick out there for every game, but yeah. if there's one game you wish he would be back for, it's a game like this when you have a quarterback that's a dual-threat guy that can rush the football and be effective in doing so and also throw on the football any and everywhere uh, if it's presented to him. I think when it comes to this defense, I'm not more so worried about this defense. Mm-hmm. We've seen this offense take a, a step forward last week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, having 400 yards of total offense. I think that offense of the Pittsburgh Steelers, that's what I need to see elevate even more this week versus the Arizona Cardinals. Especially Kenny Pickett, the quarterback, because he, 100%. Looked, a lot, he looked a lot more comfy. Allowing yep. to turn the ball loose down the middle of the field, having Pat Fryer move back inside. There you go. That's really a helps. key yeah. guy yeah. they got back. Right. Help that threatens the middle of the defense. Now you get one on one coverage on the outside with George Pickens and if Deontay Johnson can keep his head on straight after having that adult child moment that he had last week versus Cincinnati. We know those guys can play on the outside, but it's kinda hard for those guys to make plays if they're not seeing the football or paying attention. In hey, that why situation. do why those wide receivers always be in their feelings, Freddie? I don't know, Harry. As one who played in college and one who played in the NFL, why don't you tell us? You know, why don't you tell a guy like me who played wide receiver in college that you played in college in the NFL? Why don't you? Why don't you school us on that, please? Especially those wide, those former wide receivers that don't watch film enough. Especially those wow, guys. You know, that. just going TV not, with hot teams, not you watching not, film. That's you are not all the you time not on Twitter, get me like all that. in the videos. <laughs> that boy batting. Yeah. Easy there, shook pen. <laughs> I am not going to take that joke, bait, Shannon. Yeah. I'm not taking that bait. That is definitely inside Twitter joke there. Yeah. I actually had the luxury mm-hmm. of not playing with divas at the wide receiver position, and I know that's you really probably didn't. Sh- yeah, that's was, shocking yeah. with the guys that I played with. Yeah, but a Julio they, Jones, right? A Roddy White. They didn't have a that. Devin Hester. Yeah, they didn't like, have that about them. To no, your man. point, we've seen what diva diva two looks like with wide receivers, and that's a great point because those guys are all about business. 
they were they were standing on that business and worrying about they weren't. Of course, they wanted their catches and everything, but they weren't going to make a whole celebration to get attention if things and the ball was not going their way. Man, Julio Jones played a game and he really shouldn't have. But you know what he told us? He said, "You know what? I'm gonna go out there because I know me and Roddy is gonna get double Harry, so you and Devin Hester can eat." Like, you don't find that every day from a, not a star, but a superstar type player. And Roddy White was the same way. Wow. Whoever had the favorable matchup, that's what we exploit. Mm-hmm. And, and you could clearly tell. And when we had Julio Jones on before the year before he signed Philadelphia, a guy not all about, hey, in the videos, anything like that. It was about what was going to be best for that football team. We're going to continue to take your calls in about 30 minutes on Got to See a Weekend in the NFL. Who do you need to see it from at 888-729-3776. We're not going to live in a world this weekend that the SEC will not be in a Coswell playoff, will we? We'll get to that answer next on Freddie and Harry. This is ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry podcast.